Let's bring in our panel, and that's Doug Astrop, managing uh, partner at Exponential Investment Partners, and Jim Woods, the editor of Intelligence Report. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, glad you're here. Um, First, Doug, I want to go to you. Now, the tech sector has regained some of its leadership role over the past couple of weeks. We've got uh, Google Alphabet back to all-time highs. Facebook's up there also. Uh, what do you see? Do you see this rotation continuing uh, back into tech and actually sustaining uh, market gains here? Hi, Tom. Uh, we, we do see that continuing. Uh, just to back up a little, in the first quarter, the value rotation was in full effect. I think the Dow was up about 8%, the S&P about 6 and the NASDAQ 3 or 4 So it was the laggard. And that's reversed uh, nicely already in April with the uh, NASDAQs up about 4%, and the other two are up 1% or 2%. In that first quarter, value outperformed growth by 10%, which is the biggest margin in 20 years. So everything was due to swing back towards tech, and uh, that's exactly what's been happening in April. And we think going into earnings season, that's going to continue as these companies deliver very robust growth as they're often known to do. And um, there's, there's several good names out there. I mean, our favorite at the moment is Alibaba. That's become a very cheap stock. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, we'll get back to Alibaba in a minute. But, Jim, I kind of wanted to hit on, uh, you know, Doug's points here that we have seen the NASDAQ, uh, you know, start to move and gain that momentum back as the, you know, as the leader that we saw through 2019 and through uh, 2020. Uh, but the tech underperformances here was due to that rising interest rate environment and the velocity which rates rose, put a little bit of uh, scare into people. Uh, now, I noticed the term in your notes that you used, an orderly rise in rates uh, well, so will that help this consolidation in the 10-year yield actually help propel this sector uh, once again? Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what it was. I mean, I, I, there's there's one thing that the market fears is a disorderly rise in interest rates, which could just be a a, a a rise too much, two standard deviations more than uh, than than historically the market can handle. So if and right now we're are starting to see that orderly uh, rise and we're we're seeing a settlement here of about at about 1.7%, 1.675. So that is enough to keep uh, technology stocks going. And um, I think that as as we just heard, the earnings are going to be key here for the for the fangs. Now, the reason why they've been such a strong play over the last few years is not because there was nothing else there out there to buy, is because this is where the earnings have been. You know, this is where the growth is. And earnings growth is the number one factor for driving markets higher. And all of these stocks have seen some pretty strong earnings, especially with the 2020 pandemic plays that they that they have been. I don't see that discontinuing over the next couple of years. So despite that value rotation that we talked about earlier, I mean, we're going to start to see money coming back into tech. Now, does that mean value is is done for? By no means, because the things that that's been driving value has been fiscal stimulus, Fed accommodation, COVID uh, optimism, and the aforementioned uh, orderly rise in rates. So, uh, but you know, for the market in general, you're going to see some positivity both on value and on tech. So. Right now we're in that, that Goldilocks kind of uh, environment for, for the bull market. So I like things here. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a sentiment for a lot of market watchers out here. But Doug, you did mention uh, Alibaba as being one of uh, the names that you like, and uh, it's been a rough few months for this stock. And I don't know if it's due to the regulation that's coming down the pipeline. Maybe their expectations for growth are pulling back. But uh, why is uh, Alibaba one of your favorite picks? Yeah, it seems to have an overhang uh, from political and regulatory concerns that we think is a little overstated and already priced in. Um, you know, this is the largest online retailer in the world, and uh, the stock is selling at less than one times its growth rate for, for this year. It's going to grow earnings at about 26% and has a 19 PE. And, you know, 32% operating margin, just an incredible business, very similar to Amazon. And um, to get a business this strong being priced like a value stock is very unusual. And it has to do with that overhang of the politics and the regulatory environment. And just to highlight kind of how inexpensive it's gotten, Charlie Munger has uh, built up a stake in it at his Daily Journal uh, portfolio. It's the third biggest holding. So that kind of tells you how it's trading. It's very much into the value territory, but you got a stock, you know, EPS growing at 26%, clearly a growth stock. So this is kind of the, this is a great setup when you can get a growth stock at a value sort of price. It's kind of a, yeah. a great way to get into a, a name like this. Yeah, and it's about a hundred bucks off of those highs that we've seen. So definitely uh, an opportunity if, you, if you're interested in that. Uh, but Jim, if you take a look at the names that you gave us on your notes, just give me like one or two names that you think really stick out here in the FANG space uh, as far as expectations and the ability to move higher here in, uh, in 2021. Well, the the um, Apple is probably the um, the one that I think has the most upside potential. Now, Apple has is actually down year to date, uh, but there was just uh, Dan Ives at Wedbush just came out with a very bullish call. I think he said something about uh, two hundred and like forty million hand iPhones being sold this year. That's the previous record was two hundred and twenty million. So that's going to be the, he calls it a super cycle for handsets. And I think that's going to help drive uh, Apple. Um, I mean, Apple is one of those companies where they are always overlooked when it comes to like how, just how robust their earnings are yep. because they always crush it. Yeah. And if you and, and if you if you've owned Apple for many years the way I have, you know that it, uh, the, that all the noise around it is just re opportunity for you to buy it. So yeah. right now, Apple looks like a, it's it's one of the things that I like as an as the value play. Of all right. Group. Now, you know, Google, of course, has been up big this year. So yeah. it, it, it's run is kind of it probably peaked out for the short term, at least. Yeah. All right, a great analysis there. And we did have Dan Ives on earlier this week uh, with his call on Apple. Uh, thanks to uh, Doug Astrop, managing partner at Exponential Investment Partners, and Jim Woods, the editor of The Intelligence Report.